Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of DevSec Lead. I have a colleague here, Pat Craven, from the Center for Cybersecurity Safety. So, welcome to the show, Pat. Thanks so much, Wilson. So, what is the uh, Center for Cybersecurity Safety? Right. Well, actually, it's the Center for Cyber Safety and Education. So oh, okay. <laughs> I got that wrong. A, yeah, no, it's a common it's a common place. Everybody's so used to saying cybersecurity, they just lump it all together. But we, we differentiate ourselves a little bit. Cybersecurity, is, as you and your audience well know, I mean, we're dealing more with the physical and malware and things like that. What we try to focus on with cyber safety is teaching people how to be safe online. So it's kind of the... Uh, the next step, if you know, if we can get people to stop opening up attachments and and clicking on every link they get, it would make uh, everybody else's job a lot easier. So uh, we focus on the educational aspect of it, of trying to um, sort of the human aspect, the personal side of it, is to stop um, stop the, the stop the problems from the beginning, from them ever even happening. So, like I was looking at your website and and just having an experience in a corporate environment. How is this different than like a security awareness program that's in a corporation? I think I'm getting that maybe you do security awareness for the masses. Yeah, it would be similar in, in many cases, I guess, and it depends upon what they've come up with. Um, but we, our programs, we have programs for parents, we have programs for seniors, we have programs for children, um, which is our, our biggest effort, is our efforts to reach out to younger people uh, to try to educate them literally in elementary school where uh, a companies may deal more with phishing attacks and things like that that they're dealing with um, almost from a business standpoint which are good and, and and we teach about that as well ours our still is a little more maybe um, personal at home uh, trying to keep your family safe trying to keep your personal information safe trying to um, help with seniors with scams that's a big part of our senior program is really uh, how to uh, recognize and avoid some of the many scams that are out there yeah it seems like it seems like a lot of uh, a lot of the company security awareness programs stop at the corporate level right so it's just a mandatory require. I think it's really interesting that uh, you're bringing cybersecurity awareness to the elderly, to children. Um, what are you seeing in regards to like the impact that's made on the disease that you serve? Um, for us, it's exploding, uh, the demand for our products and, and the programs that we create. We're we're actually a charity. I don't think we mentioned that, but we're a 501c3 charity, so we're not uh, promoting any particular brand or any type of thing like that. But we've created programs utilizing the members of ISC Squared uh, as sort of our content developers. And so we mm-hmm. work with them in creating different educational programs. We have power. PowerPoints, we have handouts, PDFs, we have videos um, that we've created over the years to try and teach individuals how to be safe. As, as you were saying, the, many of the corporate ones are dealing from a corporate standpoint. Uh, again, we all have those phishing, those fake phishing emails that we get. We have those here um, to, to try to catch us and, of course, ultimately educate us on what is what to open, what not to open. Um, we don't deal with those kinds of programs. Ours, again, is more educational, trying to teach people good habits, what to watch for, what not to watch for, what to open, what not to open. Um, But even that, again, our parents' presentation, it's designed 
to help a parent. It's not about online banking. It's not about using, you know, Apple Pay, those kinds of things. It's about, okay, your children are online. What are things that you should be doing? What are things to watch out for? How can you help make sure they are safe when they're online? Yeah, so um, you had a recent interview regarding cyber safety with parents and cybersecurity in connection with the Tampa Bay police arresting for sex offenders. How does this kind of program help? You, you mentioned that you, you talk to parents and you provide materials for them to use, uh, but I mean, let's get a little bit deeper in that. How, how can we really, I guess, how do I express this? How, how do we teach our parents to look for signs? I mean, what are, what are we actually looking for? Yeah, with that ex- example that we just, uh, we were called in as experts to help um, through the news story about what to do, what we're really looking for there is uh, trying to give parents some tips on things that they should be watching with their kids, suggestions. Um, that you know go on the platforms with them you know if your kids are on facebook be on facebook like them we say don't stalk them (laughs) you know don't be commenting Mm -hmm. and liking everything because you'll embarrass them because you're an adult you know but uh, that way you can keep an eye on what they're doing but but even that you know there's so many apps out there that monitor that track your kids are doing and, and those are great i'm not we're not saying don't do those But those are only going to go so far. It still comes down to having conversations with your child and talking to them about the dangers that are out there and why they shouldn't be giving out personal information. Um, One of the things that we did is a couple years ago, we did a study of elementary school children and how they're using the Internet. And uh, it was pretty eye-opening. Forty percent of elementary school kids have chatted with a stranger online. Um, and of those, 53% have actually made contact and given out their phone number to the stranger. Oh, really? and, and that's elementary. If you told me that about high school kids, I would say that's low, right? 40%. But 40% of elementary school kids have reached out and chatted with a stranger. And that really told us here at the Center for Cyber Safety and Education, we had to up our game. Um, that we needed to find better ways to reach younger children because they're getting their devices young and younger they're getting online younger and younger forget that they're supposed to be 13 to get on a lot of the social media sites mm-hmm. they're on you know and we need to accept that and and begin making sure that we're educating them on what they should be doing and shouldn't be doing on those programs and and that's what prompted us to come up with a, a better we think a better method of delivering uh, educational programs for children and that's where we partnered with Garfield and we have the exclusive global rights to the cat Garfield and work with the creator Jim Davis on creating cartoons and comic oh, books cool. and things like that to to reach out to the younger kids. You know, us us old people going into the classroom and doing a PowerPoint <laughs> is not the same as Garfield uh, doing a cartoon about the same topics. Oh, we could we could start them young, death by PowerPoint. Right? Yeah, start you them young, get them get them ready for it. This, yeah. Hey, this is what you're coming into. <laughs> So, like the so the uh, the community, I, I'm sure that all, a lot of our listeners want to be kind of involved, right? We're we're advocates for cybersecurity, safety, not just in the corporate world, but also with our family and our friends. What kind of organizations have you been working with to kind of push this agenda of cyber safety for the elderly and cyber safety for? 
um, children. Yeah, there's there's a variety of things that people uh, that can do, and we have volunteers that do. Is that uh, if you go to our website, IamCyberSafe.org. Um, it's all right there. Uh, all the materials you need. What we've done is we've put together presentations. We've put together the lessons using cyber experts to help guide us because um, you know we're we're a different aspect of it. But we've used them to guide us on what to do. Anybody can go and you can download powerpoints um, that you could go do at a local community center. You could do it at a PTA meeting. You can do it at the library. Um, we've talked with so many security professionals and you. Know, they just they don't have the time to develop the PowerPoint. We all know what it takes, right, to put together a good quality one. Mm-hmm. We've already done that. It's totally scripted for you. Go in and, and just offer to put it on. Any library, any community center, even the schools, they would be thrilled to have an outside expert come in and talk to them about safety. And, and we've taken a lot of the work off of that, the heavy part of uh, putting it all together. It's all on our website for free. Download it. There's handouts you can print out uh, and distribute to, to give uh, the people in the audience at the same time. So do you have any kind of particular partnerships with school districts or the counties? So it's not like, a, hey, I want to give a cybersecurity talk at your school kind of thing, like you're coming in cold. Have you developed those kind of relationships for our listeners that, you know, tap into and, uh, and not, you know, be that weirdo that comes to the door saying, hey, I want to do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do have to worry about then getting a very serious background check if you just show up like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, no. Uh, typically, the people who are using them. They're starting off with maybe their child's own school. Yep. Uh, where they know you already, um, mm-hmm. and if they know you're in the community, uh, you know the local library or the PTA, we're finding that's where the the uh, volunteers are coming from. Is hey, I want this for my daughter's school. I want this for my son's school. Uh, there, they know you, and it's much easier to get in and, and start with that. Uh, is where we find the majority of our people come from. No, that's really cool. Um, yeah, I was thinking about you know taking some of the material and going to my kid's school and. You know, offering this kind of cybersecurity training, but also not being the old guy that's up there showing a PowerPoint and possibly <laughs> having Garfield up well, there. Well, that's the whole thing. And with the Garfield program, um, you don't even have to do that. You can, but you don't even have to. So, so all of our programs for parents, for seniors, even middle school, are the traditional PowerPoints um, that you would get up and, and put on a presentation. But for the elementary school kids, and there we, were, we define it as first through sixth grade, mm-hmm. um, is you can use the Garfield program. Now, the Garfield program is uh, all boxed literally in a, in a what we call an educator kit. It takes the entire lesson and it's in a box that you would take into the school or or you could even just simply provide it to the school for the teacher to do. You don't have to be a cyber expert to tell, you know, third graders to, you know, not give out their personal information. And, and that's where the Garfield comes in. Garfield does that. Normal does that. Dr. Cybrina, a new character that we created, um, helps do that for you. So you become really a, a facilitator for the younger children at that level um, that you would be able to get, get, get the kit. Uh, again, either provide it to them, let them do it, or come in as a guest speaker uh, and put it on. We're, we're doing that in Tampa uh, coming up. We're having a cyber safety day. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to do it from, ten, so it looks like now it's going to be 10,000 1,500 children are all going to get the program 
in oh, one nice. day. And we did one in New Orleans last year. We did um, Orlando. Um, we're doing one in Tampa, and, and that's a program that we're looking to just explode uh, over the next year or two around the around the country. Uh, where it's the Garfield program is the only program that we charge anything for, and, and mm-hmm. that's because of all the materials that are in it. Again, we're a nonprofit, we're a charity, we rely upon donations. We don't have the funding at this point to just give it all away, um, so we make it available in this kit that has everything you need for a whole classroom for 30 children. Um, and so, what we're doing with these Cyber Safety Days is we have companies that are underwriting it, and they're coming on board to, uh, to sponsor it to help us in covering the cost so that we can deliver it as again uh, in this case the one we're doing is over 10,000 children uh, are getting the program totally for free all donated by businesses that are going to take care of that no that's great that's great Uh, like ISC squared do you guys have uh, chapters or local meetings that the listeners could go to and possibly participate in Actually, we work through the chapters, um, through the ISC Squared chapters. Okay, we're, no, that's we're good. We're asking them to get involved on the local basis. Here at the Center for Cyber Safety and Education, we have a team of five. So you're talking to 20% of our entire staff. Uh, and, and we're covering globally. So we're really about trying to create the content and um, and get it out. But it's up to individuals to, to, to take it and run with it, whether that be schools. And we have schools that purchase it. We have some districts that buy it. But what's really been interesting is it's really companies that are getting into it, and it's really the cyber division that's getting the conversation started. Mm-hmm. Um, it, there, we're finding it, whether it be ISC squared members, IT people, they get it. They understand why we're doing this, and they turn around and um, either do it themselves, and I can get you lots of stories where it started off with one member who went and um, just started doing it, like you said, went to their child's school and you know went to the child's classroom and then all of a sudden the principal's like wow would you do that for others and then just started doing it next thing you know other people in the cyber department all said what are you doing that's cool i'd love to help and and then before you know it it's worked its way up to the CISO and then uh, up into corporate where they've they said this is something really cool that we want to get behind and um, there's ways to that companies are getting involved they're they're adopting schools where they're providing the program as we just mm-hmm. talked about where they're actually providing it to schools they're getting involved in the cyber safety days um, which becomes a big media opportunity because you know where if you're if you're going to your child's school and you're doing it for 20 30 children that's not a news story we're doing it for 10,000 children in one day that becomes a news story so we're able to get some publicity with that but but take your child to work days coming up mm-hmm. and we had that has just been a real surprise explosion for us when i was oh, younger with my kids uh, you know take your child to work day they they shadowed you for the day uh, they, they, they spent the day with you well now so many of us have jobs sitting at computers uh, that's not a real fun day for a kid to watch <laughs> you on the computer so companies are putting on programs for the children they're giving them tours they're taking them into recording studios they're letting them do different things try stuff um, they kind of entertain your child for the day and we have getting a lot of companies that are taking the garden field program and using it 
as one way to do uh, the program at, at work. No, that's really great. So Garfield is really popular in the U.S., right? So how about around the world? Are you seeing, um, are you seeing that kind of uh, resonance with uh, the global market? and um, the global communities? Yeah, actually, Garfield is big around the world, uh, you know, not just in the U.S. It's actually the most syndicated comic strip in the world. Oh. Uh, Garfield is over 200 million readers a day. And, and to be honest, it's going to get bigger. little inside scoop here. Um, Jim Davis is 74, and so he's um, starting towards retirement. Uh, and Jim Davis is obviously the creator of Garfield, and um, he has... Uh, sold off part of Garfield to Viacom CBS, mm-hmm. uh, which is also Nickelodeon. And uh, Jim, it, it's kind of gone full circle. He's uh, he's back. To, he's still doing the daily comic strips. So when you get your comic strip, that's still the original Jim Davis doing that. But all the licensing and all those other things, he, he sold all of that off. And, you know, a company like Viacom gets involved, Nickelodeon, they're going to make it even bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so we're really looking forward to that. But that was part of the attraction of Garfield is that he is already big around the world. You know, if you and I were to try to create an educational video, it would play fine here in the States, but it's not going to play in France. It's not going to play in Germany. It's not going to play in Brazil. We don't look the part. We don't speak the language. We don't have the accents. So we'd have to recreate everything in every country. Garfield's the same. Garfield's the same orange fat cat uh, who hates Mondays <laughs> and loves lasagna in every country. So so we don't have to recreate that brand. It already exists. What we have to do is bring it to the children. And right now it is only available in English. We have three different lessons. We have one on privacy, one on safe posting, and one on cyberbullying. But they're only available in English. But that hasn't stopped it from being shipped to 23 different countries. Because mm-hmm. guess what? Unlike most of us, kids speak English. You know, they have a second language, and so that has not been the barrier that uh, that we actually thought it would be. But that doesn't mean we're not going to go farther. And again, as, as a charity, as a nonprofit, we can only do what we have funding for. Um, as we find corporate sponsors that want to help us, uh, we want to put him in other languages. We want to have the program in French, in German, in Spanish, in Portuguese um, that can be used around the world even more than it is right now. So I guess knowing that the chapters are very involved with this in the U.S., is it the same thing around the world if they wanted, if we wanted uh, our listeners that are ISC squared uh, member membership holders, they could find out more information about all of these programs through their chapters. Yeah, through the chapters and, again, through our website, imcybersafe.org. Um, by going on there, you'll be able to find it. Now, what's really interesting, I say Garfield's only in English, but if you look at all of our other programs, our parents, our seniors, the middle school programs that we talked about that, that's in 24 different languages. Oh, um, It wow. was a project we did this past year we're really proud of is that we had some 300 ISC squared members um, who took the time to translate the materials into their native languages. And 
it, it's just so much better and it's it's quality stuff so that you'll be able to now they'll be able to go out to their local school to their local library to their ptas and put on the program and in, in french and german uh, you know in portuguese uh, those programs are all available uh, we we're, most of them have the even the handouts are translated so when they go to the website if they're interested in the parents presentation they click on it it will have them select what language they want and then they'll be able to download it in that language and again by having native speakers by having somebody in germany translate it you know you, you get the right dialect you get the right verbiage um it's you know you can read something that somebody else has translated you know the sentence structure um and even that where we said make sure that you customize it to your community um, because we have laws here that are different than laws there. Um, we have examples that we might show here of something that happened in Iowa, uh, or you mentioned earlier about the Tampa uh, thing. Well, that that's great. That plays here. That's not going to play in Germany. That, mm -hmm. that makes nothing. That, but guess what? They have a story in Germany, uh, unfortunately, of some child who met somebody on social media who, who went to meet the stranger. Unfortunately, that's everywhere those stories exist so we were able to personalize it customize it to that extent so last question we have leaders that you know want to challenge themselves and you know build themselves up to be better in the not only um, from a technical standpoint from a leadership standpoint and you know we've been talking a lot about how your program has uh, helped a lot of people outside of the corporate environment what, are the, what is one thing that you could talk about that would challenge our folks to do more in the community outside of their comfort zone? Um, I guess when you talk about one of the things, and this used to be how the center back when we were the ISC Squared Foundation, the number one fear most people have is public speaking. Mm -hmm. And and yet that was totally how we were reliant upon um, was having cybersecurity professionals who many by trait or, you know, they, they sit at a computer and they like it that way. <laughs> they don't want to interact with people. And we were counting on them to be able to go out and do it. And and what we have done was kind of a reset and reformatted everything where it's it's totally scripted. If you just follow the script, you'll be able to do it. The Garfield program, you don't even have to do it. It does it for you. Um, and so we, we took away one of those big roadblocks of the fear of public speaking. Maybe not totally taking it away. You still have to be able to get up and do it. But if you're following uh, a script, you didn't have to put the PowerPoint together. You didn't have to come up with what's of interest. What should I be talking about? There's a hundred different topics. And again, we don't we, 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 we talk briefly, say, in the parents or the seniors one about fishing, but it's not a whole fishing presentation. Mm -hmm. uh, it just makes them aware of it and then talks about other things that they need to be aware of. Kind of that high-level 30,000-foot type of educational program. And where the details come in is often in the Q&A session afterwards where they're going to ask you questions. Hey, I, I use this kind of browser or I got this. And, and, you know, it's really good to have a security IT person there who understands those kinds of questions. Um, but it's a matter of coming to our website, imcybersafe.org. 
looking through the different materials we have there uh, and, and getting them out in the community. It, it, again, back to the charity nonprofit, we don't have the marketing, we don't have the resources, we can't buy ad times on the Super Bowl. Um, we, we count on individuals who are committed, who are dedicated to making it a safer cyber world to join in and help us do that. No, I, I really believe in your mission. It's it's incredible. And, yeah, no, I, I appreciate your time today. And, you know, I'm definitely going to be posting this all over the place that we need to, we, we really need to get our act together and really, I guess, evangelize the, the importance of cyber safety, not only in our own businesses or organizations, but to our communities. So I think this is a, a great call to action. Thank you so much. Well, we appreciate that, and, and uh, we, we're trying to make it easy for everybody. Take the guesswork out of it. Awesome. Thanks so much for your time today, Pat. Thank you.